Hey everyone, welcome to the start of the White County Creative Writers Podcast new season, Interview with the Writer, where I'll be chatting with some of your favorite local authors here in Arkansas. Today, I'm joined by Dot Hatfield. Hi there. Dot is the author of four novels, a collection of short stories, a play, and a collection of essays, and she's also been inducted into the Arkansas Writers Hall of Fame. So what was that like? Awesome. It was a, it, an amazing uh, to be recognized by your peers. It was a whole day, and a lot of it was about me, so that was just fun. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. So I just got done reading your latest novel, Worth the Candle, and it was definitely worth the read. So why don't you tell us about that for a little bit? Okay, well, it's a, it's a story about a ministerial student and a social worker, and they meet, and they're attracted to each other right away, but... They have so many differences in the way they think about things that they break apart and then kind of get back together. And then it's like love at first sight that's not working out. I, it really didn't start out to be a romance. I really thought about the uh, the conflict of the two jobs that they did. And both of them felt really strongly that they were called to do what they were doing. And so there was no wiggle room about, oh, I'll do something different. And that was really what the story was was supposed to be about. It it did uh, the romance did kind of come in there. Now you didn't always write fiction, so what got you into fiction writing? Well, uh, yeah, I usually wrote just uh, uh, narratives, uh, things like essays and and so forth, and uh, op eds. But I was in, living in a town that had a community college, and they offered a, a class or workshop on. Um, on fiction writing, and that just sounded like fun. I thought that sounded like something I'd like to do. So I enrolled and decided I had some stories to tell, so I've enjoyed doing that. All right. So what inspired this particular story? Years ago, my, I heard a story about a, a couple who were dating and had dated for quite a long time, and they were young. And, he, and then when he felt called to go into the ministry, she broke it up. She said she couldn't be a preacher's wife. So, like I said, that was the kind of story that I kind of started with. A lot of times, um, you know, other stories, subplots will come in there and, and get involved. This centers a lot on child protective services and ministry. So do you, what, what kind of experience do you have involving CPS? Well, I worked for years at, uh, at nonprofit agencies, and the last place was, was a crisis center, you know, for therapy for abused children. So I worked around social workers and with CPS and things like that. So I kind of knew how they operated and what their systems were, uh, just from practical experience. I did do some research about, this is set in Texas. I did re do some research about Texas laws, uh -huh. so I wouldn't be offline there. What kind of personal experience do you have with ministry work? This ministerial student is a member of the United Methodist Church, which I'm very active in and have been a member all my life. And I'm and I have a son that's a minister, and I just have, have uh, experienced that and kind of know how all that works, uh, you know, how the process works for becoming a minister mm -hmm. in the Methodist Church. Now, I noticed in this story there's a lot, of, a lot to do with struggles involving faith. So does this reflect maybe your own personal struggles, or was there a purpose behind that? Well, I, I believe that there are a lot of people who have been in church or church members or even active in church all their lives and yet they still have struggles with with faith issues from time to time and so i kind of write for that person that that so they'll know that they're not the only person that this has ever happened to that that's a kind of a common thing 
But when it's happening to you, you don't feel like it's common. You feel mm -hmm. like something's wrong with you that you've been in church all your life, yet you can't sort these things out. But so that's that's where that comes from. So so why did you choose the title Worth the Candle? Well, I'm not good with titles at all. <laughs> it's <laughs> like I'd say that writing a book's like birthing a baby. It takes a really long time, and then you can't think of what to call it. But I... Um, about halfway through the writing, I came across this story that was set back in the time when candles were the primary source of light. And before anybody had an event or played a game or, or had an, uh, any, anything going, meeting or whatever, they decided whether it was really worth burning a candle or not to do this thing. And so there, therefore that expression sort of came up, well, is it really worth, worth the candle? And so that's, that's what this was about. Was this relationship really worth all the work that it was going to take for them to sort it out? Yeah, that was something I noticed too, was in this story, most romances I've seen, they, they focus on the meet cute, the, you know, lovey-dovey, there's one big conflict and then everyone, you know, goes home happily ever after. This one really seemed to focus more on all the in-between with that. Mm -hmm. so, so, why, so why did you think that was your focus? Just because that's something I'd thought about every time I'd read a, a story where, you know, these people with so many differences just decided they were in love and they lived happily ever after. And that really is harder than it sounds mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> to, to uh, you know, what's, so what happens when she just gets fed up with him uh, doing something, you know, that she doesn't like or, or vice versa. So that, that's just been a thought that's been there in my head from time to time. So like we said, this was your fourth book. Why don't you tell us about some of your other ones that you've written? The first book was, uh, was the last to know. And it, um, it was about a woman who found out that her husband, he was killed in a car wreck, but he wasn't where he was supposed to be. So her uh, trip to kind of find out what was the secret behind his, you know, turned into sort of a faith journey for her. And it was that, that's the story there. The second one was um, to find a home. And, and this is a, about a young girl who, in, in her teens that finds out that she's been adopted. And this was back in the 70s when all of this was very, adoption was a secret and that was not unusual. And so her efforts to find her birth parents, you know, again, turns into a real journey for her. And that's a story about forgiveness a lot because she finds out a lot of things that she has to try to forgive people for. Mm -hmm. Then... The third novel is a, is based on a true story. It's actually about my grandfather, who was a sheriff, in, and I start I always start to say the Old West, but in the 1920s in a small town in Marietta, Oklahoma, and he it's about his a, a day in his life as a sheriff. That uh, the uh, short stories are just um, a collection of some that won contests here and there, you know. So I thought mm -hmm. it might be interesting. Well, do you have any recommendations or advice for writers of fiction and romance in general? You know, I think sometimes we get too tied up in formatting or marketing or something else when really we just need to sit down and first of all, tell the story. And then, uh, then through the, you know, editing and rereading process, you know, we make it better. We proofread it to make sure that, you know, we don't have any silly typos. Also, I, I really encourage uh, researching timelines and things like that. If you have somebody carrying a cell phone in their pocket back in the 1980s, that's not 
you know, mm-hmm. somebody's going to say, well, that's not true. And, and almost throw your whole story out the window. So, you know, be, be careful about, about particulars and, and, um, and, but just focus on telling your story. First of all, now the reason we wanted to start interview with a writer was to encourage people to support small press and local authors as much as possible. So do you have any ways you think people could accomplish that? Any ways that readers could help support? Yeah, I think that, I think if you, if you find a, a book that you really like, and especially if it's written by a local author or, or Arkansas author, you know, you can, social media is good for that. You know, I read this great book. Um, you can support them. If you see that somebody's having a book signing, you can buy their book first of all. And, but after you've read it, you can really, you know, word of mouth does a lot for uh, marketing books. You know, just, just when readers read them and then tell somebody that they really read a really great book and recommend it, you know? All right. Well, I'll definitely be recommending this one because I really enjoyed it. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. All right. So that's all the time we have for this episode. Thank you so much for talking with me. And I'm looking forward to reading more of your work. I really am. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks for having me here today. This has been fun. All right. And thank you to all of our listeners. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the White County Creative Writers Podcast. So where can we find you? Oh, I have a website. It's really easy to remember. It's .hatfield.com. The .hatfield is spelled out, obviously. .com. And that... And that takes you to my website, which lists my books and and how to buy them and and, uh, has a blog and other things. All right. And you can also visit our website at whitecountycreativewriters.org, where you'll find all of our members, as well as information about our contests, conferences, and meetings. If you're in or around the Central Arkansas area, feel free to join us at our meetings in Searcy, held the third Monday of each month at 6.30 p.m. at Simmons Bank at 401 South Main Street, across from Spring Park. Special thanks to our new sponsor, Home Light. And if you've enjoyed this podcast and want to hear more, please hit subscribe to be updated on our next episode.